Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. I'm Bob Boylan with All Songs Considered. The debut album from Nila for Yanya called Miss Universe, is now only a month away. The young, bright talent from London has been making songs I've been excited about for the past 18 months or so. We'll play some of those songs on this edition of All Songs Considered as Nila Yanya plays DJ. Nilla Yanya is in Washington, D.C. The night before, she opened for Sharon Van Etten at the 930 Club, kicking off their U.S. tour. I'm going to assume that people don't know your music. Cool. And I'm going to play a bit of two different pieces of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one's Baby Love. This is from a, an EP called... Do You Like Pain? So don't look so surprised when I know where you've been play something which I think is completely different. This is from Miss Universe, the new record, and I'm going to play uh, in, in Your Head. fading it down but I'm gonna and I because it makes me wonder I hear these two things very I think very different mm. sorts of music and it makes me wonder what the heck was going on in your house <laughs> 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 and your friends and you know everything else so like what are the things that grabbed you when you were growing up and listening to music um I remember hearing the sound of like an electric distorted kind of punk rocky pop guitar through Mike my, my sister's headphones um, just like on her from her CD collection. Uh-huh. Is your, s- your sister must be older. My older sister, yeah. 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 And she influenced your taste somewhat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. just because she had it there, and the the music like my parents were playing was more classical, or my dad played a lot of Turkish music. So is your dad Turkish and grew up in? T- yeah, Turkey then? yeah. He, he yeah. moved from Istanbul to London, I think, when he was like twenty five or something. 
So let's first talk your sister's music. Was it? Can you think of songs that matter to your sister that then matter to you? Um, yeah, um, <laughs> Blink One Eight Two's album, <laughs> "Anymore of the State." <laughs> I remember hearing some of that, just like skater rock compilations. And can you pick me a, a, a song that like will make you smile right now and other people smile? Um, God, what's my age again? I remember hearing that a lot. <laughs> was a Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out and she took off my pants, but then I turned on the TV. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. And I saw more abuse my TV shows. What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? What was your age when you heard this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe like seven or something. <laughs> yeah. And your sister's how much older is it? Just she's six years older than yeah. me, oh, so she's definitely more guilty of this than I am. <laughs> well put. Well, very well put. Did anyone in your, in your family play music? I mean, they play. You said they played classical yeah. in the house and then all <clears> that <throat> stuff, but I assume yeah. that's records. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really have a lot of records. It's more like CDs. Because um, my, both my parents really like music, but. I mean, they love music, but they're artists, so that's where all their attention and energy goes. Visual, visual arts, arts yeah. both of them, both of them, yeah. Oh. Did they meet in visual arts? Is that yeah? I think they met through a friend at, at, at Private View, something typical like that. Painters or they do they do all sorts. So my my mum's background is in textiles, but she does like prints, drawings, paintings, everything, and then. My dad, his background's in just like fine art in general, and then he does everything under the sun, etching, watercolors, oils, drawing, sculptures, like he can make anything, it's crazy. <laughs> and so you wanting to, let's say, play a musical instrument sometime, I don't know, what, how old were you when you wanted to do that? Um, so my mum got her old piano back when I was like six, mm-hmm. I remember it came to the house, and I got piano lessons. Which is different than a distorted guitar, Very which different. must have happened too. And and what what age was that? I was maybe like eleven, twelve. And your family did they tell you to close the door? Did it? Is it <laughs> yeah, that was. That, I mean, like my mom was very um, supportive of me doing music. She wanted me to become a musician because it was kind of one of the things she would have wa- wanted well, to do for herself. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yay, um, mom. Yeah, yay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she like made sure I went to the school which had a really big music department and she was very encouraging but she first wanted me to pick up the cello so I had to do the cello first and then I got around to the guitar eventually. Mm. <laughs> I bet you had a teacher and I bet yeah. you said to that teacher I want to learn name that tune. Um, it was The Libertines Can't Stand Me Now. Oh really? That was like the first one oh, I that's requested pretty good. to learn. <laughs> uh, how about if I play for those who don't know that song yeah. let me find it and see if I have it real quick.
this is the lick, right? If you want to. No, it was the one beneath it. For the start you twist into I love apart your life fingers through the dark Shattered the lamp with the darkness of cast us I know you've got it the wrong way round You shut me up and blamed it on the ground Call it the boy kicked out of the world So who was your teacher? And where where'd that happen? Did it happen in your home? No, it was at school. Normal school but had a really good music department what we used to anyway yeah. it kind of had like subsidised teaching so like all it would attract lots of excellent music teachers and students but it wouldn't cost like any more than going to an, wow. like it, it's really 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 cheap basically so you'd get in on scholarship where but was the school at? it was it was in central London it was called Pimlico it was just like really close to like Westminster and that whole area mm-hmm. and sadly because the school itself was failing it's like reports as a school so like no one was getting good grades it was bought out by an academy and then their funding got cut to all the arts which is very sad because it was kind of I don't really know any other schools like that in London do you know other musicians that have come out of that yeah in my band oh is that right (laughs) yeah so the only person in the band who I really know because we Jazzy uh, was yeah it was Jazzy Bobby who mm-hmm. was at, awesome for those who have, haven't seen this there's a wonderful video we shot in a, in my favorite store in Austin on Common Objects last year for a South by Lullaby so look up Nila Friyanya and you'll see Jazzy Bobby playing between the shelves there between <laughs> 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 the shelves yeah. I don't want to go through every step of your life here but okay. let's play some stuff that you love now and maybe uh-huh. we'll find our way back into okay. that and I'll find our way back into sure. some of the music you're writing now pick me something that you're in love with present day London maybe um I'd say Charcoal Baby by Blood Orange he just did a Tiny Desk concert did he? yes oh wow I didn't know he was from the UK we met 10 years ago in Austin, Texas, again, for South by Southwest, and he had a project called Lightspeed Champion. Very, very different. Mm. He says that maybe one day that'll come back again, but you should listen to him if you love Dev Hines. And the song you want me to play from the Blood Orange record is called... Charcoal what? Baby.
got such a fluid guitar style, like watching him play, especially up close when he did his Tiny Desk concert recently. It's just uh, remarkable. There was a little bit of a, a Jimi Hendrix mm. kind of in his melodies, mm. not so much necessarily tone, but it's really beautiful. I want to play Lightspeed Champion because I just, yeah. as I called that up, I found this. So here, let's uh, Times on a street corner busting rhymes, but you fell between the lines. They all love become a joke. I'm a crazy baby, let's all hope for narrow halls, crunching drums. I've got a sweet sugar, but that's all. Tell me what it's worth. Tell me what it's worth. That was uh, 2007. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like 2007. <laughs> so Steph Hines um, falling off Lavender Bridge was the album that he put out back then. That's, that's cool. Yeah. It's like listening to someone kind of just in another world. But that could be you. I mean, you yeah. could like 12 years from now. Who knows what music so. you'll make, right? And, I, and, and that's a good thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I love that. I mean, like, I don't know, people say things about all classic songs and like, it can go through any time, but I love it when you can hear something of its time and, like, it's, it couldn't be made any other year in any other place. It had to be made there. I agree. I like that, too. So something else from uh, the 21st century and maybe back home. Um, could you play one of my friends, Joviel? Sure. Monaco? Let's play a little bit this song, Monaco, and then yeah. uh, tell me about it after we hear a little. So I'm not sure, it sounds like 
that's cornet. I don't or a trumpet or mm-hmm. something. Yep, it's that not is. sampled. No, that's really no, no. And yeah. tell me about Jovial. Who uh, we'll put the songs online. Yep. J O V I A L E. Mm-hmm. You said a friend. Yeah, she's my friend. Um, I think for like two years now. Um, but the most amazing thing is that when we met, she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm learning guitar." <laughs> and then she went to Spain to study, and she she was sending me all these demos she was making, and I was like, "These are really, really good." Since then, she's like come back to London, and like really just like you know really been expanding her music. Um, so it's just been amazing to like see that happen in that short short, short space of time. Yeah. I think she's going to be releasing something pretty soon. So last night. I saw you, you open for Sharon Van Etten, you played the 930 Club. So in Washington, D.C., there's lots of clubs that you can go to. You see shows, more often than not, they're acts that come from out of town, smaller clubs. You might see local, regional bands playing. Back home, what can, like, where would Jovial play? Where would you have played a handful of years ago? Describe some of those places. Are they clubs are they like places people eat dinner and there's music i have no idea yeah um it's weird because london changes so fast and i remember when i was playing when i started first doing shows i was doing a lot of like open mic kind of shows um how long ago were you talking this is like crazy it must be like four years ago probably 18 19 yeah i was 18 19 um i don't know if anyone plays there anymore because it's like everything changes so quickly and like what's good at the, like what's a nice place to play at the time and people will actually come and listen I don't know if they kind of still exist huh that's different here because I would say like a lot of the clubs 930 club been around since 1980 yeah and a lot of the smaller clubs been around a while yeah so, so not the, not true in London. okay yeah well there's definitely like old places where you know there's like history right. I remember the first the first place I had a show was at the Troubadour the, in, the in London Lond- Troubadour yeah wow. <laughs> and that's <laughs> like got how did that become a first show that's not usual is it because you could just email the guy who who ran the nights wow and he had like a show every night yeah and he said so he could put you on the bill if he liked your music wow. but he doesn't work there anymore i yeah. don't know who works there anymore so it was this really <laughs> nice guy called john um and my friend played shows there and she was like oh here's his email that's terrific and i don't know if that still happens i'm gonna play something of yours uh I'm going to play the closing of the album, which is unusual because we haven't heard much from it, but a little bit of In Your Head. Uh, But I do want to play other stuff. But let me play Heavyweight Champion of the Year. And this is from Miss Universe. Where I 
you paint a picture of how these songs came together, especially in the studio? Like, how are you doing this? Where are you going? Where are you recording? Okay. Who are you doing it with? Yeah, so I recorded this with Jazzy and Luke in my band, Lucy Lou. Um, they produced this track. Oh. Um, mainly at, in Jazzy's, at Jazzy's house, in her studio downstairs. And the studio downstairs, people don't understand, that could really just be a basement. It's a, base, or, it's or, a basement. With a couple of it's microphones her, and a It's computer, her dad's right? studio because he's a musician. I see. Um, so he has loads of old stuff in there. and then, But she's got like pretty simple setup, just like my little mic, covering booth and computer and uh-huh. some boxes i don't really know much about <laughs> <laughs> so that's not that's not your forte it's is really not, the not gear. my forte yeah. yet uh, fun to learn though but yeah but, but keep going so so you this so different songs were recorded different places yeah so um, this one was it took us a while to get this right because i first tried this out with jazzy when i just started re- writing it and we did like a quick quick like demo of it and then we came back to it like a few months maybe like after Christmas and like redid the demo and then we kept kind of redoing the demo in like different ways and different places because the song kept kind of changing and at the same time because they're my band we were arranging it for live shows so it's like a whole process and then we realized okay we needed to like go record the ending with the full band because that's how the arrangement works so we had we booked a day in another studio in was it called press play in london mm-hmm. um recorded the whole band thing there and then from the guitars that we'd recorded at hers and the vocals we recorded in various places like it all together all yeah let's hear just the end of this So you pasted things together, so to speak. There's different days and different... How does that feel? Like, I wouldn't have never known that had mm. you not told me mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels organic and feels real time to me. Do you care about the process or... I like the process. For me, I'm really proud of that one, that song and that recording and that production because I know how long it took us to do it and I know all the different things we tried out. Mm-hmm. So it feels like we kind of exhausted every possibility and that makes me really happy because I know that was like we found the best possible solution for it in a way and it's not like we just like oh let's just do this and then and then and then it's done and then that kind of it's always like oh we could have tried this way we could have tried that way and sometimes you don't always get to do that with a record so this was like a luxury i think and the other well the 17 tracks on the record we haven't talked about the interstitials Mm. and stuff maybe Mm -hmm. we will is there someone who helped stitch this together for you some guiding light or were you the the simple guiding light strange because i had i was working with lots of different people for a while I was like this isn't a record but I did have a really I was working with a mixing engineer who was mixing the record called Nathan Body, and he was like pretty helpful and very generous with his time it came out 
really well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I really love this record. It, it starts off in a way that I found unexpected, and I'm just going to play a little bit about, yep. uh, do you say W-W-A-Y health? Or yeah, it stands for We Worry About Your Health. <laughs> Here it goes. Thank you for entering your details, and welcome to Way Health, our 24-7 care program. We are here for you, we care for you, we worry about you, so you don't have to. You have been granted temporary access to phase one of our preliminary care program. To continue, please choose from one of the following descriptions. I felt an abnormal discomfort from the light. I received some spots blindness from the light. There is a sense of being watched. There is a sense of being followed. I often feel alone and in deep paranoia. I often search for validation in others. That's my favorite. <laughs> How did these come together? Because they feel real off the cuff, but yet there's a lot of production of making that work. Yeah, they were off the cuff because um, one of the producers and my friends on the album, Will Archer, who's one of the tracks, Will Archer. Um, so we did Paralyzed together, and we did so we wrote that one together, Paralyzed, and then he recorded and produced um, The Unordained with me. I really love his music. I was a fan of his music before we worked together. Mm. And he like sent me these kind of beats that he'd had. And I was like, oh, this is really cool if I was like a rapper or something. I could actually do something with these. So the beat playing behind is something Those he picked his. for you. Yeah. And then you just started. And I was like, I had them on my computer. And I was like, mm, I think those beats would work for this idea I have for the interludes. And then I was just like, had to like write down some notes. And then we just went, I was just in his studio and just recorded over it. So. And this sort of thing... It's such a part of our lives, these disembodied voices that aren't really voices. That mm -hmm. are, and you're having fun with it. I mean, yeah. But it's also eerily creepy in ways. Do you find that? I mean, we have mm -hmm. a big age difference. So in my universe, I laugh at this stuff and, yeah. it's, and it's weird, but it's a little creepy. You having known a world only with this kind of stuff in it do you still do you also find it creepy i find it creepy okay, good. i find it creepy that's that's why <laughs> that's I, put it in, <laughs> I put it in because it's, yeah. it's it's scary but it's also you got to see the the funny side i guess which is why i made it kind of comical yeah. but it's definitely creepy and what i think annoys me the most about these kind of things is the tone we get spoken into and it's always as if they Somewhat, care. As if they care, <laughs> but also as if they have some higher knowledge and things we don't know about. Wow. And they're kind of treating you like a child, and it's irritating mm -hmm. for me. I'm going to play, uh, you mentioned um, Will Archer. Can I play? It says Wilma Archer. Yeah, so that's his um, artist name. I Very don't good. know if he's going to change it. Or. Okay, so I'm going to play the song uh, like uh, Hunger. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. Ooh. Ooh. Am I going to say? 
Put this online. The singer it says is featuring Amber Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know Amber? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know her. I know yeah. all her music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we play, Jazzy Bobby's a saxophone player mm-hmm. in your band because you're everybody out there is going to go see this show, and if not, they're certainly going to hear the record Miss Universe. And how did you meet? Me and Jazzy met on a music tour when we were thirteen or twelve or something. Wow. Um, this was at the school I used to go to. We were shown a room, and fast forward ten years, we're still doing that so <laughs> that is great and this song's called F C-A now I don't know if that's a chord progression or or, or if it's supposed to be uh, censored <laughs> we'll leave it to all our imaginations here we go Jazzy Bobby singing? Yes, yes, it's a singing, it's a production, nice. and yeah. Thrilling. Well, this has been a lot of fun. We didn't get to a couple of your picks, so who did we get to, and I'll put them on the website. Um, we didn't get to Lucy Lou, who also is in my band and helped produce Heavyweight Champion. Uh, we didn't get to M.T. Headley, who also, we wrote Safety Net, which was on the album together, huh. and he produced it as well. And I'd like to go out on the new single, Tears. Anything you want to say about that before we leave we were making it I was like this kind of sounds like a pop song and I was like I'm just gonna go for it and make it as pop as I can and it didn't really succeed because then I got to the chorus and I was like I need a guitar in this <laughs> <laughs> this album's really really wonderful you should be really proud of it thanks. so thanks for doing this today thanks for having me yeah it's been a pleasure and maybe next time you come back we can do a tiny desk yes. concert that would be really nice right okay thanks 
Nila Fernanda. Her new album, Miss Universe, is out March 22nd. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's all songs considered. <laughs>